Praise the Lord. Welcome to Kingdom Concepts. I'm Dr. Joshua Bozer, and man, I'm looking forward to the time that we get to share with one another. Amen. We've entered into this new year, and I know that it's filled with new opportunities, opportunities for you and I, amen, to go to greater places in our relationship with God. The Bible says that God wants us to go from glory to glory to glory. Amen. That means you're going to go from one beautiful change to another beautiful change. And you know, it's important for us, amen, to have our hearts set on where we want to find ourselves as we walk through this year. We don't want to repeat what was last year, amen. Last year is done and over, amen. So it's time for us to enter in and to possess all that God desires to do in this season. And you know, my prayer for each and every one of you, amen, is that God will cause a revolution to take place in your heart, a revival, amen, that he'll stir your passion because right now, amen, this world is hungering, amen, for what we have in Jesus Christ, amen. This world needs that salvation that's been freely given to us, that salvation that Jesus purchased for us on the cross of Calvary. And you know, as I was praying and seeking God about what he would have me to share with you today, you know, the thing that he stirred my heart about was where we were at last year at this time. You know, last year when uh, we began the year, you know, I gathered my family together and I had several, several personal Bible studies with them. And some of those Bible studies lasted for hours. Uh, I think one time we sat down for like seven hours and we we're just going through the word, you know, just bringing out tons and tons of scriptures because the Lord had been stirring me in my, in my spirit, Matthew chapter 24 and 25. Amen, to where Jesus, his disciples were asking him, what is going to be the signs of your coming? What, what's going to be the things that let us know that the end is near? You know, and Jesus answered them. And he begins to tell them about the things that will be encountered in this hour. And so we broke that down. And in Matthew 24, Jesus really revealed where we need to be as believers, what we need to uh, be aware of so that we do not fall victim, amen, to the things that Satan is trying to release and unleash upon the world, amen? So if you will, amen, I'd love for you to grab your Bible, grab a pen, grab a notebook. You're gonna wanna take some notes today, amen? And let us begin this journey, amen? And my prayer is that as we walk forward in this time that we have with each other, that your heart will be stirred, amen? And that you'll feel the faith of God rising inside of you to where everything that is contrary and everything that Satan has tried to use to uh, alter your faith, you know, that those things will be beneath you, amen? Because you were designed to live in victory. You were designed to live by faith and faith pleases God. It puts him in a position where there's no limit to what he can do for you and I, amen? So if you will, turn with me over to the book of Matthew, the gospel of Matthew, and let's go to chapter 24, amen? Let's take a moment, amen, to, to see what Jesus said we need to be aware of, amen, in this time that we're living in, because I believe that it's important for us, amen, to know what is coming, so that way, amen, we can stand in faith, amen, and help others stand with us, amen? To where we're not taken by surprise, amen? Everything that is happening, Jesus knew it before it was, amen? How many know God's already in your future and he knows how this thing's gonna end? In this Bible, amen, it lets us know, amen, what the outcome's gonna be and the outcome for you and I in Jesus Christ is always victory, 
Amen. But there's going to be challenges. And if you don't know how to face those challenges, amen, you're going to either come out one way or the other. You're either going to be a victor or you're going to be a victim. Amen. And my prayer is that the words that you receive today, the knowledge of these words will help you to be strong and come out on the other side victorious. Amen. So if you will, let's look at this. Matthew chapter 24 will begin in verse 3. It says right here, And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately, saying, Tell us when shall all these things be? Because Jesus had been talking to them about how there wasn't going to be one stone left upon another, about the desolation of Jerusalem. They said, Tell us when these things will be. And what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? How I many know oh, these are some very important questions that they were asking him? They were very straightforward. And it says that Jesus answered them. So he gave them some straightforward answers. Amen. He's not talking to them in parables. He's telling them exactly what things will be. So he says that in verse 4, And Jesus answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceives you. Basically what he was saying is be careful that no one misleads you. Amen. So what this is telling me is that you want to make sure that you are very alert to where you're at and who you are with. Amen, because trouble always loves company. And you want to make sure, amen, that you're with the right people. Amen, there is increase by association and there is decrease by association. So it's vital, amen, that you're aware of who is leading you. Amen, because wherever they're going, amen, that's where you're going to find yourself. So you want to be with people, amen, that are going to lead you in victory. People that are going to lead you towards the promises of God. Amen. He says right here in verse 5, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and they shall deceive many. Now, understand something about Jesus. Jesus never exaggerated anything that he said. If he said many people will be deceived in these last days, I'm here to tell you many people will. He says many people will be deceived by people that say, look at me, I am the Christ. He wasn't saying that people were going to claim to be him. What he's saying is they're going to claim to be the Christ. Christ is not Jesus's last name. Christ means simply this. It means that you're anointed. Amen. And if you're the Christ, you're the anointed one. So there's a lot of people, he says, in this last days, he says that are going to be uh, directing people to themselves. Amen. I believe that it's going to be people that have ministry, but it's done for their ego, not done for the Lord. Amen. And we'll talk more about that later in one of these episodes. But he goes on to say this in verse six. He says, and you shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. He says, see that you be not troubled. Amen. So if you're taking notes, write this down. Don't allow the day that you're living in to trouble your heart. There's going to be a lot of things that happen in this hour of the world's history. It's not all peaches and cream. It's not all going to be easy things, you know, but he wants us to understand that these things are going to happen. Amen. But how they happen, amen, does not have to have an effect on you, amen. You're in control over the things that are going on and their effect upon you, amen. But there are some things that we're not going to be able to pray that don't happen. He says these things will take place. They're a sign, amen, of his coming. So he says you're going to hear of wars and rumors of wars. He says be not troubled for all these things must come to pass, but the end isn't yet. So he's letting us know that these are just signs of what's coming. It's kind of like when you're driving somewhere. Like if I drive to Los Angeles, there's going to be signs that let me know, hey, Los Angeles is 150 miles away. 
And the closer I get to Los Angeles, I'm going to see more signs. Los Angeles, six exits, four exits, three exits, next exit. The closer you get to a destination, the more signs are revealed. And so shall it be with the coming of the Son of God. Amen. Jesus Christ. Amen. He said these things are going to take place. He says, but the end is not yet. Amen. Because there's a work to be done. Amen. But he wants you to know what season you're in. He goes on to say here, he says, the end is not yet. Verse seven, for nation shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. He says, and there shall be famines and pestilence and earthquakes in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. So notice something. We know that right now there are wars and rumors of wars. You have different countries that are fighting each other. Amen. That's taking place. But he also says kingdoms shall rise against kingdom. He's not talking about another kingdom fighting another kingdom. He's talking about internal conflict. And we see a lot of that right now. We see it in the USA. Amen. We see it in Britain. Amen. There's a lot of places where there's a lot of conflict within countries. And he says that there'll be natural disasters that are going to begin to increase. You know what? These are all birth pains. This is why the Bible says all the creation, you know, it moans and it groans within itself, you know, for the sons of God to be revealed because creation understands that it was never meant to live under a curse. Amen. When God created everything, amen, he blessed it. Amen. But the world, amen, is experiencing the results of sin having been here. Amen. And so we see, he says that there's going to be also famines and pestilence. Pestilence doesn't always mean cockroaches and, you know, and fleas and things like that. Pestilence here also means viruses. And we know right now, having been experiencing this last year, 2020, you know, dealing with coronavirus and the things that uh, came with that, this pandemic, we've seen a lot of things that have been altered because of this virus, because of this pestilence. Jesus said it was coming. And, you know, as I was praying before we entered into 2021, the Lord told me, he says, this has just been the first round. He says, there's a whole nother wave of an attack that Satan is going to be bringing. And as the Lord spoke that to me, then it started coming out in the news and God was confirming that to where now they're saying there's a, a whole nother strain of this virus that's coming out. And I'm telling you this, that virus is real, but God's word is more real. God's word is truth. Amen. And God's given us this truth so that we can be free, amen? So we can always be victorious, amen, in the time that we live in, amen? And you won't be troubled if you're in victory. So he's given us these things so that that way we understand, you know, the process of the path that we have to go down, amen, before his return. And so he says right here, all of these are the beginning of sorrows, amen? So these things are just starting, Amen. So you and I, there's still a work for us to do. There's some Christians, man, they think that, you know, it's time to leave this earth. Let me tell you something. There is a harvest of souls. Amen. A, a, a world full of people that are lost without God. And they need this beautiful salvation that he's given to us. Think about what your life was. Amen. When you surrendered to Jesus Christ. And I was a broken man. I was a man that was filled with so much hate and anger. I was a man that was filled with so many uh, uh, vices and addictions, amen? And God met me there and he rescued me. And right now I'm telling you, this world needs hope. 
This world needs to know that there is someone that loves them, someone that cares, someone that can forgive them for everything that's been done wrong in their lives. Someone, amen, that's there, amen, to rescue them. And not only to save them, but to give them a hope and a future. The Bible says an expected end. That's what God has for us, amen. But you and I, amen, we have to lift up our eyes and we have to look beyond the trouble. We have to look beyond the, the signs of his coming, amen. And we need to see the mission field that is in front of us. Amen. Jesus said, don't say four more months, you know, and then the harvest. He said, look up. The fields are ripe and ready. This world has never been more ready for this beautiful gospel than right now. So many people have been so consumed and their hearts have been so disturbed. Amen. And they've been gripped by fear, the spirit of fear, like I've never seen in my lifetime. Amen. If there's ever been a time when good news will stand out and be the loudest, it is definitely in the midst of the time that we're living in right now. We have this treasure, the Bible says, inside of these earthen vessels. We have the answers, amen, to help them in these days that we're living in, amen? But the Bible says, how will they know? How will they believe, amen? How, how will they understand unless a preacher be sent? And I'm here to tell you, you are that preacher that God's counting on. Heaven reserved you and I to be born in these last days. There's something very beautiful and something very special about you. Amen. You are a divine appointment that's waiting to happen. Amen. And God reserved your life. Amen. To be released upon this earth in this day. Amen. And you have to understand, again, it's with great purpose. Amen. Because you're on this earth to bring in a harvest of souls like, the, like heaven has never experienced Amen. You were reserved for this time. The Bible says the prophets of old, they caught glimpses of where you and I are at. And they desired to be here because the Bible says that God is coming back for a glorious church. A church that is without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. He's coming back for a church that's operating in Pentecostal power. He's coming back for a people that are anointed and appointed. Amen. A people, amen, that are plundering hell and populating heaven. He's coming back for a people that are operating as one. He's coming back for a glorious church. That church is you and I, amen. He's coming back for a church that's without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. He's coming back for a people that are busy about their father's business. But if you allow your life to be troubled by what's going on, then you're gonna find yourself pulling back from God, pulling back from the work of the Lord, and pulling back from your purpose. Amen? So that's why God's having me share this with you right now, because God wants you, amen, to realize that you were brought forth for this hour. Amen? So don't be troubled, and understand this is not the end. It's the beginning of sorrows. So there are more things that are going to be coming. Amen? Things that you and I are not going to like, but how many of you know God is with us, and he'll see us through everything that comes our way. Amen? Because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. The Bible says, what do we say to these things? If God be for us, who or what can be against us? He goes on to add to this. He says, then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and, you sh and they shall kill you. And you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And then shall many be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. I'm telling you. Offense is something that you're going to see on the rise. 
Amen. I've never seen so many people get offended over anything like the hour that we're living in. So you have to be be prepared for that. And I'll say this, offense is always the sign of an empty spirit. Amen. Because you cannot be offended when you have faith in your heart. Amen. Offense is something that comes when your, your, uh, your faith level, your word level has been depleted. And so it's important for you to understand, stay in the word and you will stay out of offense. Amen. But he says, many will be offended. He says, and they're going to start betraying people. They're going to start hating one another. He says, and many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. So again, you have to be on your guard. He's talking to the Christian here. He's telling the Christian, there's going to be a lot of ministries, he says, that they're going to be showing up in these last days. Ministries that are motivated for themselves in ministries that are prophesying things that are not from the spirit of the living God. Amen. So you have to be warned. And that's what Jesus was doing here. He was telling us, don't allow these things or these, uh, these spirits to infiltrate you. Amen. Because many will be deceived. And he says, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. That means because lawlessness is going to be multiplied. Amen. That people's love is going to begin to slip because they're seeing how wicked and how evil. Amen. Mankind is becoming with one another. You know, Jesus said this. He said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be when the Son of Man returns. Amen. People were being given in marriage. They were drinking. They were living it up. They were partying. They were sinning until the flood came and it carried them all away. He says, it'll be the same way when he returns. I'm here to tell you that we have not reached that level of wickedness that was on this earth before. Amen. It became so wicked to where the Lord said this. He's repented that he'd even made man. And out of this entire world, only a family of eight people was saved by that ark. But praise God that you and I, amen, we have an ark that isn't made by the hands of man. Our ark is the Lord Jesus Christ. We have that safe one that we can run to, amen, and we find our peace, amen, and we find our rescue in him. And so it's important, amen, that you guard your love walk in this hour. I know, amen, that, you know, we're celebrating Valentine's Day in this month of February. But let me tell you something. Always remember that you are created in the image of God, and that his love, amen, is in you, that limitless love. And you and I have that ability to have that limitless love. But there are going to be things in this time, amen, that are going to try to challenge your love walk. And the reason for that is because Satan knows that if he can alter how much you love people and care for people, he knows that it will have a direct effect on your faith because faith works by love. So if your love grows cold, your faith is not going to be operational. Amen. And so we need to make sure that we're protecting that love walk. Amen. Because we live by faith. And if love grows cold, then let me tell you something. Your life will begin to become stagnant when faith does not have movement. So it's important, amen, for us to protect ourselves. Amen. And the way that you do that is you have to learn to pray for people. You have to pray for those that despitefully use you. Jesus said that there's going to be many people that are offended. Make sure if you're taking notes, write this down. I refuse to be offended. Amen. Refuse to be offended. Number two, refuse, amen, to have unforgiveness because there are people that are going to rise up against you. Jesus said this. He says there's going to be betrayal. Amen. 
And you can't allow that to change the way you feel about people. Amen? So refuse to walk in unforgiveness. And then number three, refuse to be deceived. Amen? Stay in the truth. John 17, 17 says, Sanctify them by thy truth, O Lord. Thy word is truth. Stay in the word. Amen? Don't listen to anything louder than you listen to the word. So stay in truth. And then I'll say this, pray for those that despitefully use you. It's hard to remain upset with people that you're praying for God to bless. And remember this, number four, we war not against flesh and blood. It's against powers, principalities, rulers of darkness, spiritual wickedness in high places. We're dealing with demons. People are not the problem. Amen. It's those spirits that influence them. And there was a time when you and I were influenced by spirits. But how many of you know, thank God that we have his Holy Spirit, the one that leads, guides, and directs us into this beautiful life that we enjoy now. But I'm telling you, pray for those people. And you say, well, pastor, I've been so hurt. Let me tell you something. I've been hurt too. And I remember when I cried out to God and said, God, help me, Lord, to get free from this unforgiveness. And I remember this is what the Lord told me, something so simple. He said, pray for them the way that I prayed for you. And I was like, what are you talking about, Jesus? And he said, Father, Forgive Josh. He don't know what he's doing. That's what he said from the cross for all of us. Because God knows that you were not created, amen, to be a troubled individual. You weren't created to have fear, and you weren't created, amen, to be alone. God loves you, amen? And you have to embrace him. You need to tap into his love, and then you'll be able to handle everything and anything else that comes, amen? Even the trouble that the world's going to face. And I'm telling you, you're going to see people, amen, being taken victim by these things. But don't allow it to change the way that you walk. Don't allow it to change the way that you love. Don't allow it to change the way that you serve God and you serve mankind. Keep reaching out to people. You were born for this day, amen? Stay in faith. Refuse to fear, and you will have victory, amen? Because God loves us, amen? And he wants us to reach out to help those that are taken, amen? Those that are deceived in this hour, amen? So we need to make sure that we stay strong. We stay strong in the Lord, amen? But notice again, he says that you have to stay in this love. Don't let your love grow cold. And then the last verse, you know, the last two verses I want to say are this. In verse 13, it says, but he that shall endure unto the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness unto all nations. Then the end shall come. Amen. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. Amen. So finish strong. Amen. Let this gospel message be on your lips. Amen. And let's reach this world. And then we'll see our Savior Jesus. Amen. God bless you. I pray that this word ministered to your heart. Amen. Again, you are a divine appointment waiting to happen. This is the greatest season of your life. Amen. Seize every opportunity to make Jesus famous. God bless you. I'll see you guys soon on another episode of Kingdom Concepts.